Welcome back. Um, so you probably noticed some new music at the beginning there. You can thank my friend Dan, Dan Woolridge, who is an awesome musician, and he very kindly made me a new little intro theme. So I was super excited about that. You can um, follow him on Instagram. I'm going to link his handle in the show description. So go show him some love. Um, so today I have my friend Kayla Manley with me. Say hi, Kayla. Hello. <laughs> um, so I've never done it like an interview type thing on this show before so I don't know <laughs> girl we... you're good I've never been a guest on a podcast before so <laughs> so I yeah I don't know so anyway if we feel like sound a little crazy you'll know why but anyway we're crazy yeah <laughs> um so I wanted to bring my friend Kayla on here today because she is a graphic designer and I wanted to talk about branding um but Kayla and I actually met down here in Lubbock, Texas, yeah. <laughs> um, pretty much just fourth grade style. We were in a yoga class together and we had our kids in the gym daycare um, and we just, you know, kind of ran into each other in both those scenarios and had like the same uh, backpack. Yeah. <laughs> Literally every mom has that, yes. that backpack. The wind. <laughs> um, yeah, what, the is, the, what is the diaper bag? It's like yeah, the backpack a, diaper bag. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it was just kind of funny and we just, you know, fourth grade style, hey, I'm new, let's be friends type <laughs> of thing. So anyway, but super grateful that she um, is here and doing this with me because I think she has a lot of good information lined up. Um, so Kayla, if you can just tell us a little bit about your background so that people can understand why you have the, uh, space to really talk. On yeah, this. sure. <laughs> and I just want to thank you for having me oh, on welcome. the podcast. I feel so special. <laughs> oh. Anyways, um, I, my name is Kayla and, um, I went to school for graphic design. I got my bachelor, uh, bachelor of fine arts and, um, Right after school, I actually went into user experience design, which is uh, mainly for any digital platform. You really design the experience of the website or the app and just making everything as user-friendly as possible. Um, and then through that, I also did uh, user interface design, which is actually the aesthetics of the website and how it looks. Um, and I worked at a few marketing agencies and worked for brands like Metro PCS and um, um, AT&T and just uh, I also worked for the Houston Astros and different things I don't know just different companies but it was super fun and yeah now I'm a stay-at-home mom and working on doing um, uh, working on brand design specifically for small businesses. Yes, awesome. So, yeah. um, Kayla actually did my rebranding, which will be launching 2020. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, so so she definitely has lots of experience, and um, 
Yeah, I'm super excited to talk about this. So, Kayla, can you tell us exactly, I feel like there's kind of like almost misconceptions or misunderstandings about what exactly a brand is. Mm -hmm. It's like this word that everyone throws out there and uses, but kind of isn't clear cut, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, So, can you explain what a brand is and why it's important to have a brand? Yeah, so your brand is the representation of you and your business and it's a way for your business to connect um, with the customer emotionally and for you to become known. You want your customer to recognize your brand immediately and trust it like a good friend. So you're just, it's just a representation of you and it's really important to have this personification of a brand. Like when I look at something coming from you, whether it's on digital media or, um, or a paper, an ad, or anything, like, I should know automatically that, that that's your yeah. brand. That's your company. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, and I feel like that kind of goes along with just um, having, like, a that trust factor, yeah. which is super important when you're a business or a brand, mm-hmm. um, is having people know and trust you. Yes. And that really is what... Yeah, that's what is. makes people say, oh, I... That's Tommy Hilfiger. I'm going to buy that. Or like, or, you know, just different, like you understand that, or that brand is well known and you can trust it and you're more likely to buy from a brand that you trust than just something that I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. Um, so, okay. So we talked about why it's important. Can you just tell us maybe a little bit more about kind of like what functions a brand has? Yes, yeah. Um, so a brand, you know, it helps navigate you in a, in a saturated market. So say you're a photographer, but what's going to make you stand out among all the other wedding photographers? Yeah. Probably your brand is what they see. And if you have, um, and yeah, you just want to stand out and capture the attention of your potential customer. And that, I feel like, is super important because, especially with social media, like, Mm -hmm. it just always kind of feels like whatever market you're in is saturated. Yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah, so I feel like that is just a big piece of the puzzle that Mm -hmm. you need to have um, Mm -hmm. to just say, like, "This, this is where I am in this space and this is what I feel like and I don't know yeah that makes sense if I I don't yeah no that makes sense and that's why we really like we'll get into this a little later but knowing who your customer is and like what's gonna pull them to look at you or look into your business over other people like how can you make yourself attract them immediately through your brand yeah um and then the second thing is uh, reassurance of quality. We we're kind of talking about that later, but your brand is literally a representation of the quality of service that you provide. Mm. So you want, if let's say, so you're a photographer and you do weddings and you have like a beautiful romantic mm. aesthetic and that's the people you want to draw out that Mm -hmm. you want to be like oh I have a really good quality logo that looks what it's well designed I'm gonna give you high quality work that is so that's such a good point because I feel like I think about when I was Mm -hmm. first starting Uh, um, (laughs) and I mean shout out to the people who invested in me when I was first starting out because your girl barely knew how to work a camera but (laughs) um but I feel like that whole I mean, and it wasn't, Mm -hmm. like, horrible, but it was definitely, like, 
I guess kind of in that place where I was and mm-hmm. as I developed I feel like my my brand identity yeah. and kind of what I put out there developed and mm-hmm. you know it still kind of has um but I feel like that that is a extremely really good point and I feel like that's part of what can separate you from uh from like I guess just what part of the market you're in mm-hmm. um I don't know if that makes sense but or yeah, I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it it makes you stand out. Like whenever you're first starting, you probably don't have enough money to invest in a graphic yeah. designer to do yeah. your logo, and but you you can make it work still. And yes. then as you you probably have like cheaper rates and and all of that. But when you start developing your skill or like start creating really good work and produ- you can you should invest in a good graphic designer yeah. to do your branding yeah. because that shows you'll just also attract clients that have yeah can yeah. afford a higher quality yeah. work you know yeah so yeah. no that's very true um because I feel like I mean even right now the way my branding stands I actually did create it mm-hmm. but it definitely has a higher end feel yes. as compared to my previous branding so even though yeah. I did it I just tried to make it like very simple um but it does still draw in higher quality and because I'm just kind of thinking too about like maybe people who um have the experience through like schooling or something Mm -hmm. and decide they want to start their own business yeah and they they you know like they're producing higher quality things it's not like how I was when I was just very first starting Mm -hmm. out um you know so like you definitely still want to have that higher quality yeah feel feel to it um and you know if you can't afford to hire somebody Mm -hmm. branding right away um there still is like ways that you can make that feel i would yeah definitely um like create an inspiration board and really figure out Mm -hmm. like what kind of style you want so to portray what what kind of service you're giving yeah you know yeah um, like what kind of feel that you want but Pinterest Pinterest yeah <laughs> I'm all about Pinterest yes. and idea boards and all that yeah. okay anyways <laughs> Tangent, I know. <laughs> but um the third thing that um the third function of a brand is just engaging with the customer you want to like I said before you want to use specific imagery language and um language and associations to encourage customers to identify with your brand so yeah branding is not just the logo and the aesthetics it's the language you're putting out it's Mm. the imagery it's every and this is why it's so important to know who your ideal customer is because you want to attract them with what every single thing you put out there and so um yeah so yeah and you want to draw them to engage with you and so you can create that relationship with with your customer which will end up them trusting you yeah yeah. which is ultimately what you need which is what you need for them to buy (laughs) yeah 100 percent. yeah okay so that all makes sense um i think Mm -hmm. it's interesting that you know just talking about like the imagery and the language it's Mm -hmm. really just everything it's not like you said, like yeah. just your logo. And I think sometimes that's kind of what we associate yes. a brand yeah. with is like our logo and mm-hmm. our colors, but it's really everything. Yeah. And like you said, that's why it's so important to know who mm-hmm. your, who your client is, who are you speaking to, who yeah. are you trying to attract? Okay. So anyway, um, so let's just kind of talk about three things that we can do, 
um, if you're listening to this today, <laughs> um, to help improve your brand, um, what would they be? Okay, so number one, which we talked about, is really knowing who your customer is and what they're attracted to. I'm talking about getting on Facebook, being stalker, <laughs> like go to the mat, like find the groups. Where are they hanging out at? Are they on Instagram? Are they on Facebook? Are they on LinkedIn, where are they? And really find them, do some digging and figure out what kind of problems they're having and uh, what kind of aesthetics are they drawn to and just who are they? And then two is get a clear uh, picture of who you are. Um, um, so before we go on to number two, I want to just mention like how important I feel like knowing your customer is that was something that I skipped when I was like starting my photography business. And um, I, wish, I wish I wouldn't have <laughs> um, just starting out. Like, I mean, I still kind of like developed a brand that was just kind of me. Like it just, I don't know, like formed, but yeah. I didn't have a clear cut vision. And I feel like that was just a piece that yeah. was missing for so long. This stuff is so easy to skip. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people, they're like, oh yeah, I have this service or this brand. Like this is who I want to be and this yeah. is what I want to do. But in a, like we were talking about earlier in a market that is so saturated, saturated. you need to have a really clear picture of who exactly is you're talking to. So yeah. when they see that, they're like, oh, they're speaking to, to me. me. Yeah. yeah. And it's also easy to start out like, or especially when you're starting out, you're like, oh, hey, I just want to, Everyone, anyone, if you have a pulse, yeah, pay me. You have a wallet, yes, I will be your girl. But, um, but yeah, just offering services to anybody and not specializing in a specific thing, you're really, yeah, you're talking to no one. That's so um, true. <laughs> you think you're talking to everyone. It, yeah. In reality, you're, you're talking, talking to no, no one. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, I actually, um, I remember Jasmine Starr, because I listened to her a lot too, she was saying that... Um, that it actually almost has like the opposite effect when you kind of hone in onto like one person of mm-hmm. who you're talking to, how then it starts to attract yeah. so many people. Because I, I, and I feel like I wonder why, I was like thinking about the psychology kind of uh-huh. behind that and trying to figure out yeah. why that is. But I guess in a way it's because you are just like, I don't know, you're making whoever you're talking to like a real person. Right. And then they're like, you're more relatable. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. They're talking to me because mm-hmm. I, you know, I go through that same struggle. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So it's kind of, I just think it's such an important piece of the puzzle. And it was just something that like I heard mm-hmm. people talking about kind of, but like, I didn't realize how important it is. And, and like, and it, it does take a little bit of work. Yeah. It takes and a it, lot of work. It, it is a little <laughs> bit of a struggle. I yeah. feel like, and I, I feel like that, this is why we've been so good, like kind of having our little meetups because mm-hmm. um, able to having someone that you are able to just like bounce the ideas off of uh-huh. and kind of like, I don't know, talk about it out loud yeah. <laughs> just helps you to, um, I don't know, better Figure be able out. to create that. Yeah. 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 Um, and I, I think definitely like kind of doing like you were saying, like your market research and like just being a part of, you know, like Facebook groups mm-hmm. and really trying to figure out, you know, kind of like what, what questions are those people asking? Yeah. What, you know, um, just like yeah. being a little stalkerish. Yes. There. <laughs> it's okay to be a stalker. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Everybody 2019, I'm pretty sure we all stalk yeah, each other on the gram okay. or Facebook. 
but yeah but yeah I like what you said though of having an accountability partner to help you kind of get through that because it can be overwhelming because the internet is so large and you're gonna find a lot of data and to really like hone in on okay this is a specific person it's really awesome to have somebody to bounce ideas off of and like figure that out definitely um yeah, and I was going to say, too, just knowing your customer, sometimes that person does look very similar to you. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> so it can kind of, like, make it easy because I feel like if you just kind of, like, you know, um, in uh, – I don't know what I'm, the word I'm trying to use here, but just looking at yourself, like, kind of, like, being a little bit of self-aware of, like, what am I attracted to? What yeah. And I think, I mean, not that that's always the case. They're not maybe right. exactly like us, but that kind of can give you a little bit of a, you know, a yeah. starting Yeah, well, ground. people, yeah, people want to buy from people who they relate, relate to. to. Yeah. yeah, so if if they see somebody like, oh, she's like me, then they're probably more likely to buy from you. 100%. So. That's a, like the no like and trust factor. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay. Yeah, so for number two, uh, this is, just goes it's kind of like the next step like once you really know who your customer is get a really clear brand strategy which is all that to say is just understanding who you are who who your company is and who needs to know and how will they find out how will they find out about you and what are you going to do to find uh, meet these people where they're at and show up for them and um and ask why should they care like how are you going to solve their problems and really get a clear vision and a mission of who your brand is Mm -hmm. um and then once you have that all cleared you make sure that your brand identity is consistent so you need to create a style guide with rules of your aesthetics like and a style guide can go from any anywhere to like we're only going to use certain kinds of like logos in these certain situations to like your colors and I'm talking you use that specific hex color all the time not something that's kind of like it no you're using that certain color all the time um Uh, no matter what I've been guilty of that like (laughs) yeah this looks close enough yeah this looks close (laughs) I mean like it it depends on certain scenarios but especially if you want to create that identity and so when people like see whatever you produce and like oh that's them like it gets down to the nitty-gritty of like typography and colors and your language um like the type of coffee that you use and the type of writing style you have But it's really good to create, like, a board and, like, a a guide. So, especially if if you are a small business and you're just a one-man show right now, if your business grows and you get more people on there, you want to give them a consistent – or you want to give them a a guide so if they create anything for you, it can look like your brand and you need to have those rules in place whenever you're growing. Yes. For sure. But – um yeah I actually like seeing the style guide that you created uh-huh. for me I was like oh this is nice <laughs> yeah it's helpful you can just have it right there you're like oh that's yeah. the that's the color number and, I feel yeah. like forever I just like pull out one of my uh, like the original um you know document that I created and then I like use the dropper and try to find the color oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> I never had yeah. it written anywhere yeah which is, like kind of funny I don't know and then you well know. you don't think about that so because no. you're not a designer yeah. so it's, but it's, it's just different super like, nice think about it. having yeah. that so mm-hmm. but anyway um okay is there any other 
thoughts? Um, yeah, I guess just there is um, an experience that you're creating for your customer as a brand or as a business. You always want to think about it in those terms. Um, and so, <laughs> sorry, okay. my, my son is awake. Now, uh, it's so all right. Yeah, this is mom life right here. It's real. So um, all I was saying is that you're thinking about the experience that you're giving your customer and your client, and you're constantly going to want to be improving that. And so there is um, a design, like an experience design process that you should use. And I think that would be a really, uh, I feel like every business owner needs to know that process and constantly be doing it so maybe later like on another podcast we'll kind of go through the steps of that process i would love that because i i've never heard before to be honest so (laughs) i think it's super interesting um yeah so i think this was a lot of um really good information um i hope this was helpful it was helpful to me even just hearing it again (laughs) and hearing some new things um Yes, so if uh, you found this helpful, um, if you could tag us on your Insta story, (laughs) that would be awesome. Um, And share maybe something that uh, you found interesting to help one of your friends. Alrighty, well, um, until next time, then here you go. Maybe Liam will say something for you. Maybe not. Alrighty. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Have a good week.